Kitco Mining special coverage of the Deutsche Gold Messe is brought to you by Victoria Gold. The war on gold is as strong as ever. This is Paul Harris with Kitco Mining at the Deutsche Gold Messe event in Frankfurt, Germany. And joining me this morning to discuss this is Dr. Thorsten Polite, Honorary Professor of Economics at the University of Bayreuth and President of the Ludwig van Mises Institute in Germany. Dr. Thorsten, thank you for joining us. Welcome to Kitco. Thank you very much for the invitation, Paul. Now, uh, you made a very interesting presentation, keynote speech this morning, um, based on your book, uh, The Global Currency Plot, which you have down here on the desk, in which you revisit Anthony Sutton's The War on Gold, which he published in 1977. Um, why revisit the book, and what are some of your conclusions? Anthony Sutton was an outstanding economist, and also, I would say, a revisionist, uh, economic historian. And uh, you just mentioned the title of his book, The War on Gold, written in 1977. And I think it's a very insightful uh, book, which uh, I think investors, especially gold or precious metals investors, should delve into. It uh, has a lot of uh, very interesting information. And most importantly, Sutton puts gold money into perspective. Uh, he shows that gold has always been related to power, and I think this is uh, an insight we should be aware of, even if we have an interest in investing and trading gold uh, uh, today. We are at a gold conference, and a lot of the conversation here has been about uh, inflation, the amount of US dollar money printing, other currencies as well. Um, this gives your presentation gives a, a much greater, much broader perspective to some of the things that are going on. Government, money, power, control. Um, what's your interpretation of the current environment in which we're living? Yeah. Two years ago, I had a, the honor to have an interview with Kitco and we were talking about high inflation because back then the US central bank had increased the money, uh, the money stock M2 by up to 40%. And back then I argued that this has led to a huge monetary overhang, which sooner or later would show up in elevated uh, inflation rates. Now the picture has changed. Uh, money supply is shrinking in the US. The money stock M2 declined by roughly 4% year on year in September. In the euro area, for instance, the broad monetary aggregate M3 is declining by 1.2%. In the OECD, the money supply is shrinking as well. And so a shrinking money supply will put downward pressure on inflation rates. And I would assume that inflation rates in the euro area and the US will go into negative territory in 2024. And then central banks will, of course, lower interest rates, try, trying to increase the money supply again. And I think the decline in inflation will be temporary in nature. Unfortunately, inflation will come back. With the US now facing or having to make a trillion dollars a year in interest payments, um, the incentive is certainly there for government to keep printing money, to keep printing money. Where will this end? Can it keep printing money forever? Or is there a moment of time in the future where everything just collapses? Paul, if you look into monetary history, at the end of fiat currencies is uh, the debasement of the purchasing power of fiat currencies. 
or even in the case of the German Papiermark back in November 1923, 100 years ago, uh, the currency was destroyed. It did no longer serve as money. And uh, we are in the process of monetary debasement, be that the US, be that the euro area, be that uh, Japan. Central banks will continue to print money and the increase in the money supply will push up prices sooner or later, be that asset prices or consumer prices, thereby eroding the purchasing power of money. That can go on quite a while, but history teaches that at some point it, it, will, uh, it will become exponential. I cannot tell you when that will be, Paul, but I would uh, recommend all investors to be aware that we are in an inflationary environment, even if inflation comes down a bit in the coming months, inflation will return. And inflation is one of the key challenges uh, for all the investors that try to preserve or even increase uh, their capital. Now we are in the digital age, so the printing presses are on the verge of becoming figurative rather than literal. We talk, you spoke this morning about uh, central bank digital currencies, the ability of central banks to have their own digital currency, um, which presumably means that they can create more money supply just by putting in small digital ones and zeros rather than actually having to physically print paper money. Um, and you labeled this, you described this as the war on gold is now a war on cash. What do you mean by that? When you, again, look at monetary history, you, you find out, and Anthony Sutton, the book I reviewed this morning, The War on Gold, sh shows that very clearly uh, governments throughout history have tried to control people's money. And in uh, August 1971, the United States of America actually uh, ended the gold redeemability of the US dollar, thereby establishing a fiat money system worldwide. And, and now governments can print actually any amount of money at any time. And they try now to get rid of cash because cash allows people a certain degree of anonymity as far as transactions are concerned. And people can do transactions with and the government cannot tax them. And so there are strong motivations on the part of governments to take away cash. And the final step will be the issuance of central bank digital currencies. Um, this would give governments and the central banks full control, unprecedented control over, over the monetary affairs of the people. And I can only hope that um, it just can still be prevented that uh, central banks will actually launch digit, uh, central bank digital currencies because the potential of misuse is so great that we are, that we are all well advised uh, to prevent that from happening. There is a wonderful documentary showing on Bloomberg at the moment about the rise and fall of FTX. Um, one of the key things against FTX was the fact that it had basically created money out of nothing. And it seems that uh, that's what central banks around the world are trying to do with their own uh, central bank digital currencies. Okay. They do it today already. Yeah. I mean, the fiat money as it is today can be increased at any point in time. 
for instance, the central bank just decides to uh, buy additional government bonds in the, in the, in the marketplace. It, it would buy the bonds and pay the purchase of these bonds with newly issued fiat currencies. But of course, if you get digital uh, central bank digital currencies and people have this type of money in their wallets, then central banks can increase the money stock in the, in the hands of the people from one second to the other. It's a very, very dangerous thing to do. And again, um, the free society is at stake. I think, uh, I, I, I hope I can make that clear. It's a very dangerous issue, very dangerous development. Yes, increasing the money supply just like that is one thing, but also the switch, press of a button, you can take it away as well. You can take away people's... Absolutely. I mean, this is monetary socialism par excellence. You know, you can change the structure of incomes and wealth distribution, you know, at will. You mentioned that this is something voters have not asked for, and it's not something that Parliament or Congress has necessarily asked for either, and yet it seems to be happening. happening. Um, that sounds quite scary. Yeah, it does. It does. For instance, in Europe, there hasn't been any parliamentary um, uh, decision being made for mandating the European Central Bank to go ahead and create a central bank digital currencies. Um, now, we can, of course, debate where does the idea come from? And uh, I think it's very closely related to the idea of uh, the Great Reset. The idea that all transactions are being done via the internet. Um, that all our information, our brain function will be uh, getting into the internet. And this idea comes with, with the idea of having uh, fully controllable money, programmable money. And here we go, and uh, central banks obviously uh, take that opportunity to, um, to cement their monetary monopolies. It seems somewhat ironic that the um, initial impetus behind cryptocurrencies was to have freedom and separation from, from government, and yet it's digital currencies that perhaps are going to entrap us and enslave us even more. I think those in favor of cryptocurrencies, uh, they have a complete different concept. They want decentralized money, they want uh, money that hasn't been monopolized by a central authority. Um, I think the, the central bank digital currency is a completely different animal. I mean, this is a, a tool for power and control. And um, of course, it's, it's not comparable uh, with, with the idea of having the cryptocurrencies in, in the free marketplace where, where you have the free supply and free demand. For, for this new type of money. Beyond an inflation hedge or an insurance policy, one of tenets, the tenets of Sudden's view seems to be that owning gold, physical gold, is almost a political duty to resist totalitarianism. Yeah, well, totalitarian regimes have always uh, banned and prohibited people from holding gold. Um, however, gold is the ultimate means of payment. It has been with us for thousands of years, and uh, I, I'm still a strong uh, advocate for holding at least a portion of your wealth in physical gold, either in gold coins or bars. You made this point very, very succinctly and clearly this morning, and you stressed there's a big difference between 
holding physical gold and holding paper gold. Holding paper gold is not the same thing, doesn't do, have the same function as holding physical gold. What did you really mean by that? Yeah, and this, I talked about it in the, in the context of um, financial alchemy. I mean, we have a financial industry that comes up with uh, new products and uh, I call it paper gold, like uh, gold futures, gold options, gold forwards and gold certificates. They are not physical gold. They are paper creations. And the financial industry is, of course, uh, in a position, because many people these days buy paper gold, uh, to, uh, let's say, manipulate, to influence the price of gold in the, in the, in the paper gold market, which then has an impact on the market for physical gold. My recommendation was indeed that people who would like to have an exposure to gold should buy gold in physical form, either in coins or bars. And if, that was my speculation, if many investors would follow my recommendation, get, rid our, uh, get out of uh, paper gold and switch into physical stuff, the price of gold would, would be much, much higher than it is trading today. In, in a slightly different way, the central banks in Asia, in China, India, etc., seem to be doing that. They seem to be exchanging their, their paper dollars uh, or physical gold, increasing their gold holdings. Oh, yes, that's a trend that can be observed uh, in, the, in, the, in the last couple of years. Clearly, um, they want to escape U.S. dollar imperialism. Uh, as you know, like uh, in February 2020, the U.S. Uh, freezed the Russian foreign exchange reserves and that made, I think, many non-Western countries aware of the danger of holding, uh, of the political danger of holding uh, U.S. dollars. And now they are going to diversify increasingly out of uh, U.S. dollar holdings and also euro and British pounds. Uh, for instance, into physical gold, which I think is a wise decision to make. Gold has been uh, flirting with $2,000 per ounce for quite a long time now, and just this past week it hit that level again. Is this the floor for a move much higher as dollar printing, inflation, etc., debt continues to become more and more of a problem? Are we going to see much higher gold prices? Well, in February this year, I was invited to the London Bullion Market Association uh, uh, forecasting survey and my uh, price target for gold at the end of 2023 was $2,200 per ounce. I'm still confident that we will get there. I, I, in the short run, it's, as you know, it's very difficult to say where gold is trading, uh, will, be, will be trading. But I think uh, 2,200 is still possible in the coming weeks. That's another 10% uh, rise. And uh, I'm pretty confident that gold is now back on its long upward trend. And uh, I'm, I think because of the global situation, global political situation, and also the, the growing problems in the, in the worldwide fiat money architecture, all these problems will increase the demand for physical gold and drive the price of the, yet, of the yellow metal up. And uh, I'm, I'm possibly very optimistic uh, at, uh, when I look at uh, current market action. We're almost, we're coming to the end of 2023. 2024 is just around the corner. Apart from uh, gold continuing to move higher, what else do you think we can expect to see next year? 
I think most importantly, central banks will cut interest rates quite substantially, quite significantly in Q1, starting in Q1 2024. And as interest rates go down, because you get recessionary uh, dynamics in the, in the euro area and interest rates, interest rate costs just become too high in the US. So there will be a slashing of interest rates. Uh, the stock market will go up further. I'm very uh, bullish at the moment that the major indices will go up. Of course, there will be strong support for precious metals, gold in particular. And I also think that uh, silver is uh, now in a bull market. Um, and, and having said that, I, 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 I would recommend to go long because Inflation is coming back. Inflationary monetary policies will come back and they will propel all sorts of prices upwards and holding money in the form of dollar or euro will result in a loss. Well, Dr. Thorsten, it's been a fascinating conversation. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much for the invitation, Paul. And this is Paul Harris for Kiko Mining, Deutsche Goldmesse in Frankfurt in Germany. And if you like what you see, don't forget to subscribe. Kitco Mining special coverage of the Deutsche Gold Messe is brought to you by Victoria Gold.